Welcome in, everybody, back to another episode of Dom. That's true. Uh, episode number 41, I believe. We got this right, right? Last week was episode number 40. We uh, didn't do any uh, big milestone markers or anything, but I, I believe this is episode number 41. Uh, welcome in, everybody, listening, uh, watching live on Twitch, listening on Spotify, listening on Apple Podcasts. I appreciate you guys being here. As always, I am your host with the most... Truman, the Steen Machine, Steen, and as always, I'm joined by Owen, my host, the beast with the least, Dom. Owen, how are you doing? I'm good, buddy. I appreciate the uh, your muted shout, but uh-huh. I knew I was muted. All right. Sometimes, that. sometimes I know. You know, I was, we've we've done it before. We've had it before. No, I know, I know. It was just because I was I was singing our intro song, and I didn't, you know, that didn't need to be in the recording. Oh, it should be in the recording. One of these times, I'm just going to have you sing the intro and the outro. There's one time, because you always do the outro on my stream. There's one time I'm going to just, like, unmute you, and you're just going to be like, and then it, that, that'll be it. to me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, welcome, everybody, into another episode of Dom That's True. As I said, I'm Truman Steen. That's Owen Dom. I'm found at Steam Machine on Twitch and Twitter. That's Domination7 on Twitch and Twitter as well. Uh, welcome in. We're going to talk Islanders playoff hockey. Well, I guess we're just going to talk, honestly, we're going to talk uh, just playoff hockey in general. Uh, there's there's only two series left, folks, and the Islanders are in one of them. If you got onto the Islanders at the beginning of the season because you listened to the podcast, you're welcome. You got into one of the final four teams. What a perfect time. And you didn't even bandwagon. You just say, you know, my buddies are into it. So I hopped on, and then all of a sudden, they're. although I guess they did go to the final four last year as well, so I guess you did kind of bandwagon it, but... No, no, no. It's only bandwagoning it if you decide to cheer for them and they're a good team. Not if you were recommended or pulled in. That doesn't count on bandwagoning. Sure, sure. Okay, okay. As long as basically it's like because if you get pulled in, you get told the stuff to not say. So like basically like you don't say y'all ever. Right. right. Yeah, basically like that's actually a requirement of the show that we haven't told you about. Right. Like if you if you're from Kansas City and you cheer for the Royals, you're not allowed to say y'alls because. If you say y'alls, we know that you didn't cheer for them until they started winning World Series. That's what that's, that's what we know, because yeah, that was the thing know. that came along in like 2014 or 2015 when they were playing. Well, it came along in 2015, I think, when they were playing the Astros. Basically, you don't know who Johnny Damon is, and basically, you definitely don't know who Jeff Francoeur is. But that's that, that's just what we know. <laughs> so, do you, somebody in the chat said they don't cheer for the Islanders because they're the because they're a good team. They cheer for them because they're the only team. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> yeah, let's go, baby. And, like to and see. us here at Dominic Wait, wait, True. Sh- wait, wait, hold on. The Islanders? Uh, Who? I cheer for the Saints. Oh, um, the New York Saints. Yes, sir, of course. All right, so we're going to talk, we're going to talk, uh, we're going to break down the NHL uh, semi-finals here. We're going to break down the, the Golden Knights are playing the Montreal Canadiens. That game is going on right now, actually. And then the New York Islanders are playing the Tampa Bay Lightning. We'll break down both those series is for everybody. We're gonna give you a hot hockey. Ter- we're gonna give you a hockey term of the week, a hot hockey team of the week. We're gonna do a quick healthy health week recap, and then we're gonna talk a little bit about Chiefs. About the Chiefs. That's right. We're gonna talk about Chiefs expectations. What's too lofty? Is everything a disappointment besides the Super Bowl? I don't know. And then we're gonna cap that off with a little bit of mixed drinks. Top five mixed drinks. This one was hard for me, dude. I know. I still gotta the, the Chiefs. That's funny. All right, I like that. For the oh, Chiefs, the no. Chiefs. I like that. Oh, no. uh, that thank you, chat. Uh, and then uh, in our and then we'll wrap it off with a little pop culture minute. But let's get into it, Owen. Uh, the New York Islanders. Since we last talked to you guys all on uh, last Tuesday, Tuesday we did do this Tuesday, right? Yeah. 
everything gets every I'm getting very thrown around because we're moving podcast every single week to try to fit into the Islanders playoff schedule. So we keep on doing these podcasts. No, true, sure, we did Wednesday last week, I thought, right? No, because the Islanders won game six on Wednesday last week. Yeah. I'm getting tripped around too, yep. dude. <laughs> yep. All right. All right. So since I'm pretty sure since we last saw you, uh, the Islanders were up three two against the Boston Bruins. They were coming home for Game Six in the Old Barn, and uh, we kind of talked about it like we thought we were pretty sure the Islanders were going to finish off the Bruins in Game Six, and they absolutely did. The Islanders won six uh, two, finishing off very similar. It felt very similar to the Pittsburgh Penguins series. Would it you did. agree in that it that did. Game Six did? Well, yeah, because going into it, you know. Because the Islanders have, you know, gone around even and sl- or slightly won both of those series. I think we went five and three against both those teams. Well, not the Penguins, obviously, right. but we went five and three against the Bruins and then lost a whole like I think three overtimes to the Peng- uh, to the Penguins. Mm-hmm. So you know, close series all year. We knew it was going to be close, but then when the playoffs started, it just kind of felt like the Isles like had it. Like yeah, once once we won Game One, like I was like, dang, you know, our team, this team is good. Yeah. And that happened, you know, both times. So, yeah. So, uh, so the Islanders, uh, finish it off there. They have moved on to, uh, the, Oh, by the way, in that game, we talked a lot about penalties last week. The Bruins had three power plays, scored two goals off of it. The Islanders had one power play and scored no goals off of it. And the Islanders won 62. So at the end of the day, Bruins, you guys can suck it. You suck. That's all I got for you. Answered. Your, your prayers yeah, were answered. You guys got, got three pl- power plays and scored two goals off of them, and you still lost 6-2. to two. You guys yeah, still got to play better five-on-five five hockey. I don't know how they made it to the second round. Like, is is Brad Marchand that good? Because, like, he was already carrying them in the Islanders series, but if he has to carry that hard, like... Dude, not only, not only did they get that far, they beat the Capitals in five games. Well, I think I think the Caps is an even more egregious example. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure any of those teams are. We do this every year. I think we always get scared of these teams, and we get to the playoffs, and we're like, well, "Oh, you guys have one guy, and that's it." Oh. Well, yeah. Cool. It's kind of. But that that one guy but, is also like an all-world talent. Like right. But the, but the Bruins. But the Bruins do really have the perfection good. line in Pasternak, uh, uh, Marchand, and then uh, oh fuck, it's Bergeron. That is their perfection yeah, line. Those guys is, are I mean, really that good. Is, that is a great line, but they just don't have the depth. And the Islanders are deep. The fact, and somebody mentioned that today, is that uh, Jean Gabriel Pajau went from being uh, on the the top goal scorer on the Ottawa Senators to fitting in on the third line on the Islanders, and that's crazy to think about. That's yeah, a crazy. Right. That's and that just shows the amount of depth. And of course, and John the, Gabriel and the craziness is on the fourth line. Is that I mean, like line. you know, and generally, like you know, third line guys aren't signed to big contracts. He got signed to a pretty like in, in pretty terms good. of hockey, you know, generally shorter contracts, a pretty hefty contract with the Islanders. Pretty good to be a third liner. Yeah, it's yeah. really refreshing, Truman, uh, being a Tottenham fan. You know, to to regress to you know hockey and football where mm-hmm. my teams have you know the best front office in sports versus you know the worst so yeah. it's really refreshing yeah it is odd like like i, I would say that's that's kind of i guess that's the refreshing thing about being a chiefs royals and islanders fan is all three pretty good front offices you could argue about what the royals are doing right now but you know at the end of the day that front office won them a world's one one more world series and, and one them you know back-to-back al pennants so only small yeah. market team to ever do that by the way right 
Yeah, and, and they're a small market team, and I think that's the hardest part to accept about the Royals. But, yeah, it is pretty nice to have teams like that. Uh, I guess I don't really have a team that's like, what? And I've heard the Spurs are... It's it. The, the exact we could spend opposite. an episode on yeah. it. We could spend an episode on it. Yeah, one one time when I take a week off, I'll have you uh, just do a Tottenham episode. Uh, oh, oh, that's <laughs> just gonna be a, a hour long rant. That's gonna be that's content, dude. Me oh, ranting yeah. about Tottenham mm-hmm. for an hour. That's a fucking rant. That's what the people want. All right, so <laughs> we we're done looking at the past. Let's let's look to the forward. The the Islanders are now going to face the Tampa Bay Lightning, uh, the reigning Stanley Cup champions. Yeah, Stanley Cup. Champion, right? I think that's the NHL champions, whatever. Whatever you want to call them. Uh, obviously, this is a rematch from last year's Eastern Conference Finals. Technically, this year it's not the Eastern Conference Finals. Technically, it's the semifinals of the it's the Stanley Cup semifinals because I think technically Montreal would have been in the East. I think when you think about it, isn't Quebec on the east side of Canada? Isn't it on the East Coast? Yes, Quebec is. And I think so I think technically they would have been on the East. And right. and since they were gonna reseed everybody after the playoff, after for the final four, obviously it ended up being that just the the East played the Central and the North played the West, which was always kind of felt like what it was going to be. Um, yeah, it's actually kind of funny how that turned out. <laughs> yeah, but just the way that worked out. So technically, this isn't the Eastern Conference Final, which 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 will suck. So if they win this but lose the Stanley Cup Final, I don't know if you get to hang any banners up, and that kind of sucks. Oh, dude, a hundred percent they're hanging the banner. They're gonna, it's going to be like a whole bunch of. It's going to be a special, like, this is the only time this will ever happen kind of yeah, banner. You right, know, come yeah. On. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. But, I mean, because you, know you know the Penguins are popping off about having won the division. Right. Oh, yeah. They'll hang. There's a there's a whole big thing about banner. You're, you're not as much on the NHL Twitter as I am, but uh, there's that's a whole true, big thing about about hanging worthless banners. And apparently that's a big deal. Uh, if, if I'm the Penguins, I'd hang that banner. That's a, that's a cool banner to hang. Yeah, especially in a season like that. Uh, but yeah, so it's time for the Islanders versus the Lightning. Obviously, this is a rematch of last year's Eastern Conference Finals where the Lightning won 4-2. Uh, if you remember, the Islanders were fresh off of a seven-game series against the Flyers, which was right after a six-game series against the Capitals because they couldn't close either of those teams out. They went up yep. 3-1 on both those teams, couldn't close them out. Uh, and then, uh, so that so that was a seven-game series uh, followed by uh, right after a six-game series, uh, and they had to play the Lightning Two days after that seven-game series ended, uh, after the after the Lightning had finished their series off in five games and had a week of rest going into that game, yep. so the Islanders had two, and the Islanders had to travel from the uh, their bubble, which I believe was somewhere weird, right? Oh, the Orlando. They were in Orlando too, I think, or they were down in Florida. Uh, I thought they were in like India or something. What? I thought they were like somewhere up north. Maybe, but then they had to travel to Edmonton after that to go play in. Oh no, you're right. They were in Orlando to Edmonton. I had to yeah. flip. Yeah, and then they and then they went to Edmonton to play that series. So it was just like, so in the two days that they had off, they had to go travel to Edmonton and play a fully rested, a, a week of rest, <laughs> Tampa Bay Lightning team. Uh, so in the game one, the uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning beat beat the Islanders eight to two. Uh, that was ugly too. That was yeah. terrible. Yeah, uh, they went on to win that series four two. And it was, I think there was two overtime losses. Well, there was there was an overtime win by the Islanders and overtime loss by the Islanders and a uh, loss where they got scored on with six seconds left in the game. That sucked. That was that was terrible. I remember we were pissed. We were pissed about that one. Because if that game goes differently, I mean, then you're looking at 3-3, you know. Where it's totally different. We look at it totally different. 
ifs, ifs and buts, candy and nuts, I'll have a Merry Christmas. Uh, obviously, Lightning went on to win the Stanley Cup that year. Uh, but I will say this year is a different year. Uh, obviously, game one a little different. Uh, the Islanders went from losing 8-2 to two in, in uh, last year's game one to winning this game 2-1. to one. And honestly, it wasn't even as close as that makes it seem. Uh, the Islanders uh, dominated. They dominated. dominated the entire game. Yeah, um, they kind of kept their saintliness. Uh, they did. They did have more power plays than them. Uh, they had three power plays. Uh, didn't score on any of them. The yeah, Lightning but, only uh, had I mean, two power plays. Right. And, and but once again, it's just teams getting frustrated with the Islanders and giving. And these penalties were worse than whatever the Bruins gave up. These were just stupid. Yeah. I can't believe. I can't believe the. The, the Lightning, as well coached as they are, gave up those three penalties. Those were yeah. dumb. Yeah, two very obvious tripping penalties. One uh, on J.G. Pajau in the first uh, period. It was very, about as obvious as a trip gets. Uh, another one where the guy uh, had a roughing. He just, like, was holding the guy and then just punched him in the face. You can't do that. That's a that's a roughing penalty. And then, yeah. uh, and then another one where he just shoved the stick down in the guy's skates. He, he was, like, playing good defense, and then he got frustrated, shoved the st- stick down at the guy's skates, uh, tripped him to the ice. That's a tripping penalty too. So that was your three Islanders power plays. None of them were very borderline. Uh, the Lightning had two, uh, both very weak, honestly. Yeah, I thought that was a little bit weak. Um, but if I, I'd like to, if if they're gonna call those, I'm sure they'll keep it consistent. At least the crews will. Right. Um, yeah. The those pa- are ones that you just like. Ah, it's weak. But it's not. I don't think either of those penalties are something to get too upset about. The Paul Mary one felt like they were kind of feeling the pressure to call one because I think the Islanders had already had at least two, maybe three right, penalties yeah. at that point. And I think they were. it felt like they were feeling the pressure to call one, so they called a weak one on Paul Mary. And the other one with Brock Nelson, that one looked like a sell by Kucherov, but you never know. Um, but Kucherov's just that kind of guy. Yeah, yeah uh, and, and the, thing, the thing with Kucherov, though, is that he also got fucking – he ghosted that game. We, yeah. The Islanders absolutely locked Kucherov down. Honestly, he was I was nowhere to be seen. I think I sent you a little. I sent you a little fun fact there that I wanted. To, I want to double check this to make sure I got this number right. Uh, the Islanders held the the top line, the Lightning top top line of uh, Palat, Point, and Kucherov, a very good top line, yes. uh, to only four shots on goal. And uh, if you want to win the series, uh, that's what a blueprint looks like. Is <laughs> if you can do that yeah. every single game, you'll sweep them. Yeah. It's, yeah. If if we can, and once again, <laughs> this is another line like. You know, we were talking about earlier with the Capitals and uh, with the Penguins. Those are three all-world guys. Like, that's a very strong line. Braden Point's incredible. Yeah. And, you know, it, it, him alone on a team, you'd be like, damn, that's kind of scary. And then you're like, oh, he just got Kucherov next to him. No big yeah. deal. Right. Yeah. Stamkos so, I mean, looked terrible for him. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of turnovers by the Tampa Bay Lightning. Honestly, it looked like... They just were never awake for it. it they looked. Yeah, they weren't ready. They looked they flat. Didn't think, it, it it seemed like they thought the Islanders were going to play a lot more, you know, defensively than they did, and the Islanders outworked them, outbrained mm-hmm. them. The Islanders didn't really make very many mistakes. Yeah. Uh, the only goal they gave up was just a very good shot from the Lightning, like right. from from close range. Well, what it was, well, what it was is it was also six on four. It was also a two man right. advantage because. Uh, the only goal they scored was with one minute left. <clears throat> the Islanders uh, had a penalty on the Brock Nelson. Uh, we talked about uh, whether or not Kucherov sold it in the last minute and a half. Yeah, questionable. Um, I mean, but... But the Lightning had if, already pulled their goalie, and which right. made it a six-on-four advantage. And, and we almost Point, scored on the empty net, too. Yeah. And Braden Point finally broke through and got one. Uh, Barzell had a crazy goal. 
Very awesome. good. Just hard. To, sometimes take a hard to the net. Finds a five hole against uh, Vasilevsky and uh, Polak with an absolute snipe. On oh, got, got one that does not get by Vasilevsky very often. Obviously, one of the best goaltenders in the league. Uh, just crazy. So the Islanders. Polak did hammer that though. Yep. So the Islanders win that game two one. They uh, essentially flip home field advantage for the third straight series. This is the third time we've seen them steal one of the first two games when they've been on the road. And this, you know, technically that's the formula, right? And I'll say this. What I will say is if they win game two, I'm not sure they'll sweep. <laughs> I know everybody said if the Islanders win game two also, it's going to be a sweep because it doesn't feel like they're going to lose any in the barn. But they've also lost one in the barn of games three or four each time. Each time they've won home, they've gotten home field advantage, they flipped it, and then they lose it when they come back to the barn. So I don't know what to tell you. Um, so I wouldn't be totally sold on it yet. But I do, I, I do like their chances a lot more. So, obviously, the Islanders are up 1-0. Uh, so, let's get into the prediction side of it. Owen? You know what I'm going to say, Trim. I know. Well, here's the stats. Tampa Bay Lightning had a plus 34 uh, goal differential in the regular season. New York Islanders had plus 28. Uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning scored 181 goals. Uh, the New York Islanders only scored 156. But the New York Islanders, of course, was a top three defensive team in the league. They only allowed 128 goals. While Tampa Bay was not nearly as good at allowing 147, which is odd, considering you're gonna you have uh, apparently one of the finalists for the uh, oh wait I, I looked up I wrote this down I wrote down the name of it the Vince the Vicina Trophy for the yeah, best Vicina, yeah. for the best goaltender uh, Andre Fleury Mark uh, Mark Grubauer Marcus Grubauer yeah that sounds right uh, Grubauer for sure I'm not sure his first name uh, but Andre Fleury uh, for Mark andre Fleury for the Golden Knights, uh, Vasilevsky for the Lightning, and Grubauer for the Avalanche are your final three. And, uh, you know, here's the thing about Vasilevsky is obviously he's the best goaltender in the league, right? It's like, sure. it's like Sal Perez. Every year, Sal Perez will be a finalist for the Golden Glove at catcher no matter what, uh, just because he's that good at this point. Uh, right. It's kind of like, yeah, Sal Perez, Yadier Molina, like dudes that Always are going to be, yeah kind of a default if they if nobody has an incredible season and but my issue is vasilevsky was like eighth in goals allowed yeah i know he's he was garbage this year he's he's only in this because tampa bay is the hot city right now right and of all the qualifying goalies the one who's third in goals so the so number one was andre fleury uh and and again that's a that's a hyphen andre fleury i I don't want you guys to think that his first name is andre last name fleury it's mark andre fleury uh second was grubauer and third of all the qualifying goalies was Varlamov. Varlamov, Simeon Varlamov, uh, maybe could have got a nod over Vasilevsky, but should have. Are you kidding me? I mean, that's just that's just a. You know, as much as I'd love to say that New York's a big market, Long Island is not a big market yeah. comparatively. Right, and so, and Vasilevsky, I guess, did goaltend more games, and there's an argument to be said that you know whatever, whatever Varlamov dude. didn't whatever. play as much. Whatever, we're not going to talk about it. We don't need to talk about it. But uh, it's kind of like but a Varlamov. But I mean, personally, Varlamov outplayed him in that first matchup, and he's you know again the Islanders have just been the better defensive team all year, and you know as much as we talk about, and Victor Hedman, uh, a finalist for the best uh, defenseman in the, you know he's 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 one of the three finalists for it, and he had a fine year, but and but Barzal sauced him in game one. I mean, it's just I, now I'm not Let's buying. Not into the the hype. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, I'm not buying into the hype. I don't know. Uh, so Tampa Bay had a plus 34, New York had a plus 28 goal differential, uh, Tampa Bay one and five versus Carolina. And, uh, 
New York Islanders one in six versus Boston. I believe they, I believe Tampa Bay one in six against Florida, and I believe the Islanders one in six against Pittsburgh in the first yeah. round. Uh, so yeah, I said if the Islanders win game two, they could sweep, but I don't think they will. Uh, but you know, I would love to, for them to win game two. I don't. I would. I, you know. I, I like a. Uh, I like a four-one. You like four? Wow! You're picking the Islanders in five. I do like. God. Just because I feel like they're gonna carry the momentum in. Um, God, that'd be so funny. That'd be so listen, funny. If, if if they win tomorrow, I'm going four-one. Hmm. If they lose tomorrow, I'm going four-two. Yeah. Again, as somebody who's also on NHL Twitter, it was so funny that when the Islanders beat literally the uh, minute. The second the Islanders beat the Bruins to finish the series, everybody's in the Islanders uh, under the Islanders post, and it's you know again that's I've got my pop culture brand. I'm going to talk about it later, but <laughs> I mean it's but like literally everything was just like Islanders will lose in five to the Bulls, will lose in four, they'll get swept. It's you know they're done. It doesn't matter. They're going to get stomped. All this shit. So going out there and fucking controlling game one was incredible. Uh, I have I'm game. I'm just going to take the Islanders in six again. Uh, you know again if we're talking. They wouldn't have won game one. Maybe we're, I'm sitting here maybe saying in seven, but, you know, I don't know. That's, it's, been the pick, it's been the pick all year, right? It's been the pick every single week. We go, we go Islanders in six. So? They, we just look so good right now. And it's, they're getting better. Once again, dude, just what a, imagine if we had Anders Lee. Yeah. Like, oh. do we just dominate everybody? Is that like? Yeah. But maybe yeah. don't get Palmieri. We talked, we talked about this yesterday is, is, there's a lot of ifs and buts, and maybe they don't make the move for Zajac and Paul, Palm Tree over there if they don't. If they don't I lose do like center. Palm Tree. I want him to stay on Long mm-hmm. Island for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. So so who knows? Maybe it's a domino effect. You know, obviously Palm Tree has had seven goals this this postseason. So it's <laughs> on better. a tear, yeah. on an absolute tear, or at least six, maybe seven. I can't remember. It is uh, seven. It is seven. It is seven. He was on six, and then he scored, scored the other one to take in, him in game six. into like into even greater heights of yeah. the record books. Yep. All right, uh, so you have the Islanders in six, or five, yep. five or six, depending on what six, happens yeah. in game two. And I've got the, I'll just take the Islanders in six. I'll, be, I'll, I'll just keep it rolling. Uh, which brings us to our other matchup in the NHL. We need to talk about uh, the Vegas Golden Knights versus Montreal Canadiens. Which, I'm uh, honestly so excited for this, Truman. We this always so love fun. to give you the, the live score updates as we're in here. Oh, also, the Royals are losing six to zero for your live score update on that. Uh, as for hockey goes, Vegas is up 1-0. Uh, four minutes left in the first. Uh, I wouldn't take anything. Canadians are a slower start team. Yeah, Vegas. Vegas faster. In Vegas, obviously, is the home team. So again, the pressure is on them to win game one, anyways. Um, yep. So every week we pick. Every single time I've picked the Habs to lose, and I've got to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just kidding. I think maybe I don't know. They're basically the Islanders of the West. So like, I need to believe that they can win. Right, because they, the Islanders and the Habs feel like the same kind of thing, where it felt sure. like there's Excited a very obvious answer about who should win this series. But it could be the other guys, you know, because the other guys keep on doing it. You know, the Habs shouldn't have beat the Leafs, but they did. And they shouldn't have beat the Jets, and then they did. And the Islanders shouldn't have beat the Pens, and they did. They shouldn't have beat the Bruins, and they did. <laughs> you know, so maybe both these teams just do it again just because for no reason, you know? And so... Uh, so just to keep the Habs luck running, wait, well, well here, I'll, I'll give you the breakdown real quick. Uh, it's Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, their regular season goal differential is plus 67. Uh, the best one in the league. It's the best goal differential in the league. 
That's ridiculous. Uh, the Habs, do you know what their goal differential was, Owen? Probably like plus 10 or something. Minus 9. <laughs> they were outscored. <laughs> outscored this year. They allowed 159 goals. Uh, they scored 159. They allowed 168. Uh, Vegas, on the other hand, of course, uh, uh, tied for third most goals scored at 191 goals. And uh, allowed the fewest goals in the league at 124, which is insane. That's four yeah, less than the Islanders gave up. West division. That was just a hodgepodge of garbage. Uh, probably, yeah. That's probably if the, fair. If the Blues are your fourth place team, I mean. Yeah, we talked about it. There was nobody who wanted to win that fourth. They were all just blowing it. And then, you know, there was two teams better, worse than those teams, than those three teams that didn't want to win the, <laughs> have the fourth uh, seed. So, whatever. Uh, that being said, uh, Andre Mark Andre Fleury might win the Conn Smythe Trophy and the Vicina uh, the Vicina Trophy for the best uh, goaltender. That yeah, could be insane. So I mean, again, Mark Andre Fleury is on an incredible tear. He's playing really good goalkeeping. Obviously, last year they had the big controversy on whether you should play Robin Leonard or uh, Mark Andre Fleury, and uh, Andre Fleury's kind of answered the call this year. He said, you still want to doubt me? Here, I'll give you the answer. I'm, I'm Marc-Andre Fleury. I'm the best goaltender in the world. So he's, uh, he's really answered it a, a lot better and obviously is uh, kind of pulling ahead here. Uh, he's playing really good playoff hockey, and it's going to be hard to beat. Um, so that being said, no matter what, I have to do it again. And they've done this, and, and, and we had this with the East, the year that the Islanders did this, is what would happen is, the team swept in the first round, got swept the next round. Then, and then that team that swept that team got swept in the next round. So, obviously, the Jets swept the Oilers in the first round. The Habs swept the Jets, which means now it is time for the Vegas Golden Knights to, to sweep uh, the Canadians. And then to have whoever wins the other division or the other semifinal beat them. The Blues, I, I, because whoever did that year, Boston beat swept the Canes, who swept us, and then they just lost in the finals in six games to the Blues. So, who knows? But that being said, you got to pick the Vegas Golden Knights 4-0, baby. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> just, just to keep the good luck going for the Canadians. I have no idea. Uh, I think this is actually going to be closer than people think. Mm-hmm. So just because the Habs are super fucking hot right now, yep. and the Knights played a real long series. Uh, I believe it went to seven uh, yep. with the, the Habs. Yep. And, no, and that no, was no, one that I thought the Avalanche was going to win. It only went to six. Sorry. Only went to six? Yep. Yeah, and I know I'm friends with a couple Avalanche fans, and they were not happy with the performance of the Avalanche after they won their second game. Mm-hmm. So, um, yep. But, yeah, I, I don't know. I think this one's going seven, true. Yeah? But you still got yeah. Vegas? I probably. I think they're really good. Um,. I don't know, though. I like the team out of Canada. That's a lot of fun. A fun right. story. And nobody wants Vegas to win it. Everybody, there's a there's a graphic about who everybody's cheering for. And actually, the most states in the U.S. are cheering for the New York Islanders. But um, nobody wants the Canadian team to win it because they're Canadian. Nobody yeah, wants like the Lightning states. to win it because they won it last year. And then nobody wants Vegas to win it because Vegas hasn't been long around long enough to take, you know, they haven't been bad yet. <laughs> yeah, so, they've been only really, really good. So a lot of people do not want Vegas to win. So Islanders, you know, Islanders are due. They're a scrappy team. Barry Trotz is a great coach. There's not much to dislike about them unless you're Bruins fans. So uh, 
I'm, and I also placed $10 on the Islanders and the Canadians to both uh, make the Stanley Cup Finals. So hopefully that happens. That'd be a lot of fun. Um, so that being said, you've got seven yeah, games. I, do, I don't know. Flip the coin. I, I just like seven. I, I'll probably take the Knights. Okay. But I think this one's going to be more exciting than people think. Fair I, enough. I do honestly think that the Habs are a pretty good team. Even I, though they, they had a rough division. That's a tough. The, the Canadian division was for sure rough. They had a lot of good teams. I think it'll be interesting to see who, how the Canadians match up against the Golden Knights because we've only seen teams have to play Golden Knights speed and can't play it. Like, well, the Avs could, and then they just lost. But the Avs could keep up, and they play a, a series like that. And I'm wondering what a slow, a slower, defensive, more defensive team like the Canadians can do against them. Right. So that'll be a, really interesting. All right. Well, that does it. Owen, do you have a hockey term of the week for us? Um. Oh yeah, I, I found a really fun one that I just remembered about right before the show. Oh. Uh, my hockey term of the week is the sin bin. <laughs> And that is just the uh, the penalty box. Yep. It's called the sin bin because it's a funny joke because committing a foul is like committing a sin. Mm-hmm. And so you go to the bin. Nice. <laughs> I like it. I, I like it. Yeah. I, we run out of real terms, so we have to start using slang. Yeah. So yep. this week we're going with sin bin. I like it. I think, I think we've kind of touched on it before, but I think it's nice to have it singled out here, especially in – uh, when the Islanders are in the playoffs, and apparently all anybody can ever talk about is the power plays. I love yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it goes right into the theme of the Islanders are Saints, so they don't sit, you know? Yep. Uh, uh, keeping with my Steen's Hot Hockey Team of the Week, I, you know, I wanted to pick us, and I wanted to, and I just can't bring myself to do it. I can't I can't jinx a team like that. Uh, so I uh, picked the Vegas Golden Knights. They, were, they went down 2-0 against the... Uh, Colorado Avalanche. You're not going to pick the Habs who went 4-0? No, I picked the Habs last week. I can't go back-to-back on them. Oh, oh fair enough. Fair so, enough. I'll, so I'll pick the Vegas Golden Knights. They went down 2-0, won four straight. So they basically swept, you know, just two games later. They just started their sweep a little late. They swept the, uh, the uh, Colorado Avalanche. Uh, even even one of those games missing Ryan Reeves. So uh, now they get to face a four-seed, the Montreal Canadiens. So we'll we'll see how it goes. Uh, I mean, you know, obviously, if you had to pick who you get to play in the playoffs, you'd probably pick a four seed from whatever division you're going to have to play. Yeah, but I know, I, like, I know. I, I think I think playing the Knights would be fun because everyone's like, oh, they're going to score so many goals, and then we just descend the iron curtain on them, and everyone goes, oh, you terrorists of hockey. Yeah. It would be great. Yeah, it would be it would be fun if the if the Islanders can get past the Lightning here. It would be fun to see them play the Golden Knights. It's fun to see whatever team because it's like yeah either team see Habs. either team play the Golden Knights I think would be a lot of fun honestly yeah, or the Habs I think I think I I don't think there's any bad playoff matchups there's definitely people for other people besides us there's definitely bad playoff matchups but for us as far as we're concerned there are none yeah we play defensive hockey so like our style is like just I mean, we play counter attack there's always counter attacks other people like you know play slap shot or try to find to the pass around or. Just really all out attack. The Islanders are like counterattack defense. That's just classic. So that's what we do. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, so my hot hockey team of the week, the Vegas Golden Knights, and the hot and Owen's hockey term of the week is the sin bin for you. All right. The well, sin bin. And that'll wrap it up for our hockey stuff. We'll do a quick little health week recap, Owen. All how's, right. How's your health week going, dude? Uh, I, I haven't. 
been eating the best, but uh, I'm, been on that I'm, grind. I'm all in on this workout, man. I'm all in on working out. This is the third week in a row that I'm like really working out, like mm-hmm. at the gym, gym mm-hmm. instead of just working out at home. And I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling good. Nice. I like it. I'm uh, I'm kind of excited to get to my new gym at my new apartment because it looks like they've got so much stuff. And I'm getting back to uh, counting calories on the phone. Hell I need yeah. to I need to rein it in. I, I was like. I, I like thought about all the stuff I ate yesterday, and I was like, "Oh shit!" I was like, "I need to rein this in." I'd like, yeah, it was just bad. I had a lot of yeah, bad no, stuff. Yeah, no, I was, I was like, around oh. that. I, I was around the same thing. I thought, you know, like, I, I just, was thinking about. It. I was like, I probably worse. ate like double my calories, and I was like, that was not good. Like I thought about it because I had like, I I, I mentioned on Grubbuds, I did like two chicken ch- naked chicken chalupas, which aren't like terrible to combine. It was like nine hundred calories, and then I had like a like a soda, that was like probably 300 calories so then i was at like 1200 calories and then i had i finished off like half my breadsticks from papa john's and then some wings which probably took me up to you know 2000 which should be like a max for me and then i also had like bread pudding and stuff to finish off that was like left Ooh, bread pudding is uh, bread i know bread pudding and rice pudding man that's just oh good. man and we had really good bread pudding from this really good restaurant we went to over the weekend on saturday but and again, Saturday was another bad one where I like had like a full meal, that was like a big meal, and then I went and ate another big meal. So, just yeah, starting to count, be like that. starting to count calories again. And honestly, that'll help my wallet. I also need to eat through the food that's in my fucking apartment because I gotta move here soon. So, all that being said, uh, I'm counting calories again. So we'll see how that goes. Hopefully, uh, pretty well. Um, I think that's about it for health. We kind of need to cruise through this to. You know, make sure we're not too long here and get Owen to Betty by. Um, yeah. Uh, you ready to talk some Chiefs, my guy? Yeah, let's do it, man. Ooh, ooh, it's been a bit. It's been a bit. Uh, this is kind of a philosophical question. We could spend five to ten minutes on this one. Um, the question is that is what is too lofty for the Chiefs' expectations this season? It's hard when you have a team that's gone just two straight Super Bowls. Three straight AFC Championship games. You do, like, but you were, but last season was kind of a disappointment, right? You were kind of disappointed because it felt like we should have won the Super Bowl because we returned everybody and all that stuff. But like, right. if Tampa doesn't make the Super Bowl this year, I don't think any of them should be disappointed. It's because they were a wild card last year and they lucked out and got to the Super Bowl. <laughs> you know, they just, you know, Tom Brady, right. Tom Brady, or whatever you want to say about it. Uh, we don't want to talk about it, but you know. And, but it's like if the Chiefs don't make the Super Bowl, I think that would be a disappointment, which is crazy to say because it would be their third straight Super Bowl, and there's only been like, you know, there's been a handful of teams to ever do that. I think Brady twice. Uh, you know, obviously the Bills went to four right. straight. I think the Purple People Eaters maybe went to three straight. Uh, and I just you know, and Cowboys I assume in the nineties. The Bills you know. went to four straight, but yeah, we know yeah. how that went. Right, and you know, and I think Cowboys in the '90s. You know, there's a couple teams, but it's weird to think that, like, it'd be disappointing in a way if they didn't make the Super Bowl, which doesn't feel right as a Chiefs fan. You know, obviously we've had a lot of long years where it wasn't like that, and now all of a sudden it's Super Bowl or bust. You know, kind of crazy. Yeah, uh, but it's honestly true. Honestly true. Yeah. Uh, it is Super Bowl or bust, and and here's why. Mm-hmm. Just because, and this is how it should be in the NFL specifically. So, because of the gorgeous system that the NFL has, where front offices really matter, 
Yeah. But technically, all teams are on level pegging because of a salary cap. Yeah. So, basically, there are teams that are nearing their window, that they're like, oh, hey, they got to the playoffs, this is good experience for them. There are teams that are rebuilding, that aren't expected to play, uh, make the playoffs. And then there are teams with a completed and full team that their only goal is Super Bowl or bust. That's where the Chiefs are. The Chiefs have no holes. None. Yeah, right. Maybe, maybe at corner. Because we yeah, didn't re-side Rashad yeah. Maybe. But they did they did trade and get younger talent from, you know, Minnesota. And exactly. I, you know, and I think I think we're probably in the same boat where I don't, I, don't, I wasn't that high on Rashad Breeland, were you? Uh, I mean, I thought he was good, but I mean, he's definitely a veteran player. He was also like a, the most penalized player. corner in the NFL. Right. But but lo- long story short, the Chiefs are in win now mode. Right. They should be challenging for the Super Bowl as long as they have this current roster of players. Challenging for the Super Bowl every season is Super Bowl or bust. Until a bunch of roster. So, yeah. Not winning the Super Bowl is a disappointment for the Chiefs. Fair enough. I wish they'd stop fucking around and re-sign Ty- Tyron Matthew. That's what I will say. I, I agree. I can't believe he still hasn't been signed to an extension. That's very scary. But, I mean, yeah. I, I think, I, I, yeah. I'm, I think I'm they're not just that Chris worried. Jones and Gim Truman. Maybe. I'm not that scared of Brashad Breeland leaving. I think you get a little younger at corner. I think I think Brashad Breeland's due to drop off here soon. I think he's been overperforming for a couple years and maybe was being covered up by Tyron Matthew and Juan Thornhill playing good over the top coverage. I think he's yeah, got. I, I you know again he never impressed me a ton. You know, and obviously like we said he was one of the most penalized corners in the NFL. I wasn't that scared of him. So uh, it just sucks that you didn't re-sign anybody or you didn't sign really anybody to replace it besides the the guy from Minnesota. So we'll see how that goes. But, I mean, obviously you hope LeJerry Sneed stays healthy for a full year. You've got Sharkandrick West on the – or – what? What? What's his name? Charvarius Ward. Charvarius Ward. Holy shit. Sharkandrick West, a little throwback for everybody. You got uh, <laughs> Charvarius Ward on the other side there. And, uh, you know, Tyron Matthew can obviously always go play slot corner. And, you've got, you know, I guess you've got Daniel Sorensen or whatever to rotate in at safety. I think there was a couple – I think it was a fourth or fifth round draft pick for a defensive back as well, you know, like they uh, always Bo do. Bo Keys, he didn't really see the field. Yeah. Yeah, right. I mean, there's there's just – there's options. So, I wouldn't freak out about it yet. We'll see how yeah, it goes. I mean, I think I think you're – again, I guess it's a disappointment if they don't win the Super Bowl. I Well, yeah. I mean, I think – because I think – I think every team's like, you know what? If my team made the Super Bowl and lost, I'd be ha- I'd be fine with that. We do this every year, but man, it hurts to go to the Super Bowl and lose. <laughs> uh, you know, it was just crazy because like the 49ers, you know, two years ago shouldn't going into the season wouldn't if they were like, hey, if your team goes to the Super Bowl and loses, would it be disappointing? They would say no, but you know, at the end of the, the you're like, God damn it, you know, nobody. You, you might look back on it and say. Yeah, I guess it's been pretty good. Like we looked back on it and said, you know, the Chiefs are in the best Chiefs. We're in the, we're in the, one of the best, you know, eras of Chiefs football of all time. Yeah. And we're not appreciating it right now. Yeah, I mean, it's probably just because we're succumbing to Patriot syndrome. It's yeah, you know, we're just coming uh, succumbing to we're at the top and everything should be we ours. Be there, we gotta be there all the time. Yes, sir. Uh, so is anything too lofty? That's the question. What's too lofty? I don't think anything is. I don't think you can have. I think, you know, if you could, if you can dream off a perfect season, I think you say Chiefs Super Bowl, Patrick Mahomes MVP, Travis Kelsey breaks another record, Tyreek Hill 
breaks another record, you know, whatever. And then anything besides that's, you know, anything besides a Super Bowl win is probably a disappointment. And that's uh, a sad, the sad reality we live in. But I think that about does it for sports, Owen. Yeah, man. I, yeah, nothing about does yeah. it for me. All right. Well, let's move into. So I've been a little bit distracted. I actually haven't eaten today, so I'm trying to order some dinner. <laughs> order some dinner. Nice. Haven't eaten at all. Oh no, I ate lunch. Okay. But I haven't eaten since you know noon. I was like, dude, you're <laughs> working out without any. You got to put some gas in the tank, my guy. Uh, I drive a 2001 Camry. All right. All right. We run on fumes out here, dude. Yeah. Well. Uh, and to be fair for everybody, uh, I guess without missing context and anybody listening, like on Spotify or iTunes, uh, I am, I, I did cut into Owen's night pretty bad. I, I, t- I've been tossing him around this past, these past couple of weeks and moving him up <laughs> and down and all around. So he's been, uh, obviously he's, uh, eating at, uh, you know, he's going to be eating after nine o'clock. So it's very reasonable for him to be ordering. So, uh, sorry about that. You know, again, there's, you know, we're gonna have to figure out a lot of different things about how we're gonna start rotating things once I get to, once I get back to KC, but uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun. So, with that being said, Owen, let's get into our top five of the week, and it's gonna be top five mixed drinks. You uh, ready to go first? Yeah. Um, okay. This is gonna be rough. So, at number five, I've got screwdriver because Ooh. I think it's a pretty basic good drink. A good one. Uh, nothing really crazy about it, but. I mean, it's 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 fine. Uh, number four, I've got a gin and tonic. Truman, you ever had a gin and tonic? Yeah, I had uh, too many uh, on Friday night and threw up. <laughs> so gin and tonic at number four. Actually, gin and juice at number three. Oh. I'm a big, actually a pretty big fan of gin and juice. Then at number two, I've got the Moscow Mule. Uh, which is surprising because I don't like vodka, but something about a Moscow Mule is just really good. And then at number one, Truman, I got Caribou Lou, man. Caribou Lou, of course. I can mess up Caribou Lou, dude. Of course. I'm a big fan of Caribou Lou. Shout out to uh, 308 Reserve, but, I mean, comparatively speaking to real mixed drinks, (laughs) not as good. (laughs) Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. I can't. I can't. I can't follow you on that. Yeah. Obviously, three oh eight reserve uh, always has a special place in my heart. Uh, you know, being. But that one will stay in college. I don't know if I'll ever mix three oh. Maybe for like, we're doing a Discord meetup for the Royals game. Maybe we make just a big jug of it. Ooh. Oh my God. No, maybe not. You know what? I've decided. <laughs> you know what? On the fly, I've decided that's a fucking mistake. Let's not do that, huh? Uh, that's what I. <laughs> that's canceled. Cancel that. Don't even tip. Send it out of your mind. Get it out. All right, all right. It's not, we're not doing it. But maybe we should. I don't know. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, that being said, sorry, I was, I gotta put the song back on loop. Um. All right. Well, that's not a not a bad list there. Did you go back through the list? Did I miss that? Uh, yeah. So it's a. Okay. Uh, I went screwdriver. Then I went gin and tonic. Then I went gin and juice. Then I went Moscow Mule. And then Caribou Loop. Fair enough. All right. Uh, it's funny because I hate vodka and I have two vodka drinks on my top five. That is why do you, you do? Yeah, what? I just like a screwdriver, all right? It's an orange, orange and uh, I don't know. It's something about it, dude. I like that orange juice. Ooh. It's refreshing. All right. Uh, you gave a little bit of a shout out there for uh. You did. You did the shout out for, uh, three hundred reserve. I'll throw that one out there. Uh, as my uh, kind of my honorable we mention. Probably keep that in I'm afraid though, Truman. 
when I throw my big party that I'm I'm gonna be tempted to make it again. Yep. And I've got I've also got another shout out to throw out for uh, tequila pineapple. That was one that we Ooh. drank a lot of uh, on quarter tequila nights. <laughs> where we could get tequila drinks for a quarter at our local uh, haberdashery. That's you go another round and you hand him a you hand him a dollar and get you and your three buddies. Yeah, they love that joke every time, uh, for sure. And uh, <laughs> but that being said, so a couple shout outs there. Uh, gin and juice, obviously, also another shout out. Yeah, shout out Snoop Snoop D O double G. Uh, all right, number five for me, Moscow Mule. It's just a classic. It's it comes in the fun glass or the fun cup, wherever you go. Uh, you know, there's a there's a take on it called the uh, Kentucky Mule, where where you mix whiskey into it. Very good, also. Uh, so Moscow Mule number four, five, number four, gin and tonic. Again, like I said, this is the reason that I thought of doing the mixed drinks. Somebody somebody did recommend it to me in the Discord. I was asking for questions about what what top five we should do, and somebody did say mixed drinks, and I said, you know what, we should do that one just because the just because of the mistakes that I made on Friday night. <laughs> which uh, I got lucky enough to have a voice to do this show, but we'll see how it goes tomorrow. Uh, number three, uh, whiskey sour. I love a good whiskey sour when I go to a bar. Uh, put a nice whiskey mix in, uh, into sour. Uh, amaretto sour is another good one, but a little too sweet for me. Sometimes, uh, like the really fancy bars, mix some egg whites in there with that whiskey sour. Very good. Very good. They, really? well, and then they like they make it all frothy. Oh, nice. yeah, like a meringue kind of thing. Yeah, it's like a meringue. Yeah, they basically make meringue. Yeah. Uh, number two, just, and this is a classic. This was my go-to in college whenever I was at a bar. Uh, whiskey and Coke. Just a good yeah. whiskey and Coke. Hey, just give me double whiskey, you know, quarter, you know, like we said, 50 cent well nights, quarter, quarter cent, quarter well nights. Yeah, just give me, uh, just go give me a, a, a whiskey Coke. Double whiskey Coke. That's all I want. And, you know, so that was just, it's just a classic cocktail. My dad gives me a lot of shit for drinking whiskey Cokes because he's a very, you should just drink whiskey kind of guy. But, uh. He does say that. I can't confirm Troop is not just telling a story. His, his dad yeah. does say that. He's, he gives me shit. And then uh, number one, and this is this is one I'm surprised you left off, but I think the I think the answer might be that you just haven't had it that often. I don't think you've had this one very often because oh, it's the yeah, Mac Daddy of them all, baby. It's the number one. It's the best. I mean, if you're at a wedding and there's an open bar, this is the drink you order at the open bar. If you if you get drink tickets and they only give you you know two drink tickets or whatever, this is the one you order. It's the Long Island iced tea. I have never had one of those. Oh, and I want you to—I want you to hear what all is in a. Oh, Long I, I know. There's tea. five shots of some of right. mixed stuff. Yes. yes, it's one ounce vodka, one ounce gin, one ounce white rum, one ounce white tequila, half an ounce of triple sec, two tablespoons of freshly squeezed lemon juice, and a half a cup of cola or to taste, and then some ice cubes. That's just so much in one drink. <laughs> Some Incredible. dude in Long Island like accidentally tripped while carrying a tray of alcohol and it spilled into a cup and he drank it. And he was like, dude. this is a Long Island iced tea. Dude, they were just tired of winning four four uh, Stanley Cups in a row. They were like, dude, we gotta make the we gotta make a drink right now, dude. <laughs> and so they said they said we're gonna put five different alcohols in it because we're gonna win another cup. The drive for five, yes sir. All right. So, again, my top five, Moscow Mule, Gin and Tonic, Whiskey Sour, Whiskey and Coke, and number one, Long Island Iced Tea. Yeah. So good. Just so that's tasty. That's a solid list. Solid list. And, and that's, I think that's the craziest thing that blows my mind about a Whiskey Sour is how unlike alcohol it tastes. <laughs> I, yeah. uh, no, sorry, sorry. About a Long Island Iced Tea is that there's five different alcohols and you can't taste any of them. Wait, really? 
it's it's so you well not maybe again we'll have to we'll probably do like a little housewarming party or whatever or you know maybe that first night you come over because i'll definitely have gin i guess i'd have to go white rum you know but we'll have to start getting alcohol though because oh, we're I could anticipating just housewarm gift you with some i could just housewarming gift you with some tangeray some, you're gonna got, some good gin oh i've got i've got uh, well i guess i actually i got through all my gin last this weekend as i mentioned i did throw up so uh <laughs> i uh i would say I don't, you know, I've got to figure out what we're drinking tomorrow night. I guess it's probably Truly's. Probably Truly's back on the menu. I've got to drink through all the alcohol in this fridge so I don't have to move it, you know? You know how it goes. <laughs> so yeah, we've great got idea, to, man. That's, that's what we're doing tomorrow night. Uh, Islanders watch party. You down for an Islanders watch party tomorrow night? During the normal is, Dom, is that's true. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. During the normal Dom, that's true time. So make sure you, everybody tunes in to uh, twitch.tv slash Machine or twitch.tv slash domination7. Uh, if you want to see us do the Islanders watch party tomorrow night, where we drink every time the we finish our drink every time the Islanders score a goal, and we do and we <laughs> yeah essentially, and then we do a Marby's race after every commercial break to see uh, what it, the drinking thing is. It's a lot of fun. Definitely come hang out. Uh, speaking of Owen, if I wanted to hear more of your soft, sultry voice, <laughs> where, where where would I find it at? You can find me at Twitch and Twitter at Domination7. That's D-A-H-M-I-N-A-T-I-O-N-7. Nice. And uh, you're posting, you're just having a, you know, you stream, streams I'm every now and then. I'm right now, man. Once, vibes? I, basically, once July 20 hits and my life schedule is, like, actually concrete, that's when I get converted from a contract uh, employee to, like, a permanent employee ooh. at my business that I'm working at. Benefits? Once that happens, then my life will be concrete, so. Benefits and holidays? Yeah, exactly. Oh, which exactly. reminds me of another thing I need to tell you about after stream's over. All right, all right. All right. Um, okay. And, of course, I've been uh, Truman Steen, the Steam Machine. You can find me on Twitch and Twitter at S-T-E-E-H-N-M-A-C-H-I-N-E. Uh, we always do uh, – we do two podcasts a week. We do a Grub Buds podcast, and we do a Dom That's True podcast. Uh, Grub Buds will become – I think what we're going to do is we're going to permanently – once I get to Kansas City, we're going to permanently stack these on top of each other. Ooh. So we're gonna do Grub Buds first, Dom That's True second. Always on Mondays. Is that okay with you? Kill a Monday. It's not terrible to Unless kill a Monday. Up, not many sports leagues on Monday because I think I'm gonna have a sports league on Tuesday and Wednesday. Bowling probably. I'm probably gonna get a bowling league. Probably do that Thursday nights. And then uh, Friday, Saturday, Sundays. And and see, and that's what I'm. And that's also something you know I promote my stream a lot more at this point. But I think uh, I'm not gonna be streaming nearly as much on Friday, Saturday, Sundays once I get to KC. And we're doing uh, real people stuff, probably. <laughs> It'd be like that. So, probably catch my last workout stream, at least in Albuquerque, uh, this Saturday. Friday night, we'll be drinking. Uh, Sunday, I really haven't been streaming as much on Sunday. But maybe we'll do a little some, something. We might also have to do Dom That's True on Sunday. Because Monday is an Islanders playoff game. If they don't sweep. Well, listen, dude. We're, we're, not, we're hitting the 52-week. I know you said you, we might not be doing that. We're doing it. If I have to fucking do it myself, we're doing it, dude. Like, I'm not. We're hitting the 52-day oh streak. I don't care. All right. All right. week streak. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, well, yeah, this Monday, this upcoming Monday won't be nearly as hard, but the Monday after that's going to be the one that's going to be taxing. We'll probably have to do that one at your apartment, and I'll just do yeah. it. We'll do it early. <laughs> and then, some, uh, I'll do some, uh, do some cleaning. Yeah. yeah. Yep, yep. And then, uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's it, basically essentially um i appreciate everybody being here i appreciate everybody hanging out 
Uh, I've been uh, Trimstein. That's been Owen Don. We're going to do our pop culture minutes, and then we're going to get out of here. Owen, you got a pop culture minute for me? Yeah, I got a double. I, I got to do this real quick. So, oh. Bryce, uh, I think, packed a, uh, a hollow oh. yogurt. It's like it's oh. like shiny. Nice. Um, yeah. Oh, let me take it out carefully. Oh. Oh, and taking a $500 Pokemon card out of the sleeve? It's not a $500. I know. It's a really nice like, container, though. Yeah, I believe it's a it's a hollow. If you can... Yeah, if the picture is hollow, then it's a hollow. If the other... Yeah, that's a hollow. Ooh, it's like a yeah. splash art hollow. That's pretty fun. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So, But Bryce gave this to me. He said it's my card. So now it's permanently with my... Uh... Nice. Yeah. So but shout out, shout other, out to uh, Bryce. Yeah, just a quick shout out to Bryce. But yeah, my other uh, Pop Culture Minute, I'm going to tell you real quick about an animal that I find really interesting. Okay, so you know what an axolotl is? A what? An axolotl. A-X-O-L-O-T-L. No. Uh, you've definitely oh, I seen see it. One. I see it now. Okay. You've definitely seen what they look like before. You've definitely seen one. Oh, yes. Yeah, so those are Mexican newts. Huh. But, and something about them, though, that's really, really fun is that they always stay newts. They never, they're newts that never become salmon. Huh. But if you inject them with thyroid hormone, they become salamanders. Even though they would never ever do that in the wild because thyroid is what makes salamanders uh, metamorphose from newts into salamanders. Huh. But the axolotl has uh, evolved to have no thyroid hormone. Huh. So they always stay axolotl. But if you inject them with thyroid hormone, they become salamanders, even though they would never do that in the wild. And I think that's really cool. Interesting. So they're making axolotl newts now, even though, oh no, no they're making uh, axolotl salamanders, salamanders. Even yeah. though they were supposed to remain always as newts. Very interesting. Well, interesting. I mean, they just found out that you can. They're not going to do it because it serves no purpose because the axolotl lives in like caves underwater. So it doesn't ever need to become a salamander. When has that ever stopped us as humans? The science will prevail. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, uh, nice. Is that is that it for the pop culture minute? Yeah, that, yeah. Oh. I just like sharing that fact. It's really cool. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, and uh, for my pop culture minute, I uh, wanted to touch on this because we were talking about uh, NHL Twitter earlier, and we were talking about how everything, uh, how it's funny to read the comments underneath, and everybody says, "Oh, you guys are gonna get wiped by the uh, by the bolts or whatever, and all this stuff," and it's just so everyone's so. Meh, meh, you're gonna, you're, you know, and like from real people that's like fun banter you know like i find it annoying one i find it annoying to go over to the the other team's page that you're playing against and talk shit like you're obviously you know you went and found that fight so if you get dunked on on the other team's page i'm not coming to defend you if you go if the chiefs beat the chargers and you go to the chargers page and start chargers are so bad and everybody fucking dunks on you for being a chiefs fan you deserve to get dunked on that's the rules Unless yep. they, unless they're t shit talking your team like in the original tweet, there's really no reason for you to go over there. Um, yeah, like when the Raiders shit talked the Chiefs in their tweet and then got dunked on in their own tweet. Right. That's what happened. Yeah, right. That's different. But like for the guys that go over there and just say just the dumbest shit. I mean, it's just. I mean, that's fun when it's like a real person. My complaint nowadays is that the goddamn stands accounts. Holy shit. <laughs> like every every sports thing is ruined now. Every sp every comment section under a tweet is fucking ruined now. It's 30 guys trying to be that are, you know, it's 30 14-year-olds trying to be clever or funny and saying unoriginal jokes and saying, you know, win a real ring 
You guys have never won a ring. You guys have never done this. It's just so annoying. Post a oh, real sport. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's just, it sucks. It sucks so much right now. I'm going to have to mute it. I've never muted any phrase. I'm going to have to mute La Bomb, La Fraud, Der Fraud, Ker Fraud. Basically, basically NBA Twitter is the shittiest thing ever, and it makes it like an unlikable Bro, product worse. But now it's but now it's in the NFL, and now it's in the NHL, and it's even in baseball. The Royals lost to the Angels, and all. And I there was a Stan account who posted like ten different videos where he's like, "You just lost to blah blah blah," and it was a you know a deep fried meme that's with blown out audio. You know exactly. Well, I mean, those, those are fun if you post one of them, but he, he posted, posted 10. at least I mean fifteen to twenty. I mean there was. 20 replies and i think there was two royals fans that were like this team sucks and everything else was that guy posting about different angels players of all things it was so dumb it was so dumb and just ruins everything i just hate i miss the old days where i used to just be able to go under my team's tweets and read stuff you know because when i lay in bed at night i just want to read what people have to say about it and, I, and all it is is just 15 year olds commenting the same dumb shit all the time so I'm just kind of sick of it. Uh, so that was my pop culture minute. That's my rant that I've got to do. Uh, and I believe Respect. Owens. I believe Owens' food just got here. So I believe it is time for us to get out of here. Uh, we appreciate everybody for listening and making it this far. Our quest for 52 straight weeks is upcoming, and we will see how it goes. Maybe you'll have an Owen only episode. Maybe you'll have a me only episode. Maybe we'll have. We'll be. It'll be weird days, but we're gonna try to make it one year straight and bring you up to the NFL season. And uh, I do appreciate everybody who's made it this far, uh, whether you're on Twitch or Spotify or Apple Podcasts. We do appreciate you hanging out. And we hope to see you next week on either Sunday or Monday. we got to figure that one out, too, ourselves. we got to do a lot of internal speaking. I've got Remember, <laughs> I've got things to tell you about. Uh, yes. But all right. Uh, love you guys. See you next week. And uh, thanks again for tuning in. And thanks again for games. always being here.